What's going on, everyone? This is Griffin McDonald, the host of Fit Check, a podcast about personal style and the stories behind them. What's going on, everyone? This is Griffin McDonnelly, host of Fit Check, a podcast about personal style and the stories behind them. And this week, we are joined by vetted creator and designer Matthew Jones. Matthew, how are you doing today? I'm doing awesome, phenomenal. Thank you for having me, man. Thanks for coming on. Uh, you know, this early in the morning, which is nine thirty, not that early, but uh, you know, happens. Um, so obviously, you know the name of the show, uh, Matthew. What are you wearing today? Um, I had to pull up more of my bedded. I'm wearing a bedded uh, crew neck. And then got the bell-bottom jeans, and then I have some boots on, and then a collared shirt. I mean, yeah, yeah we're we're indoors, but I I did want to act as if I was going on the show myself. So, mm-hmm. nice. What uh, what collection is that sweater from? So this hasn't been released yet. Um, oh, really? I made this last night for the show. You made this last night. It's, it's pretty dope. Wait, yeah. Do you make like all your all the pieces for vetted like by hand by yourself? Yeah, handmade. And I have some people who help me on the occasion. Okay. Wow. That's insane. We'll, we'll, we'll get into it. That's that's for later. Um, I'm wearing a golf wing, uh, baseball hat, vintage Phillies, starter jacket, uh, old Levi's that I cropped, and then just some Nikes. Did you thrift the jacket? Yeah, I got this in Idaho uh, over my vacation that I just took. Um, and funny story about it, I think it was supposed to be like $21, but he read the price tag upside down since it was on the zipper. So I got it for 12 So <laughs> I bet that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so back to the career. So you you make like all of the everything by hand, right? Yeah, um, I do. Yeah. What's the hardest part about that? Like how long does it take to, to kind of make a piece? When I first started, like it took me like two hours, three hours to make one piece. Um now it takes me like around 45 minutes to make one piece because I've been doing it for like uh, like seven to eight months now. So, Really? 45 minutes to make like a whole like cardigan sweater hoodie? Yeah. That's insane. If it's a hoodie, it may maybe like 50 minutes to get the hood and stuff because it is 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. I can't. A lot of YouTube, a lot of research. Really? Was YouTube like a big thing for you and when like learning how to like sew and make stuff like this? So YouTube is a big thing for learning anything. Even in, even in college right now, mm. I learn more from YouTube, sad to say. Yeah, me too. I learned how to play guitar on YouTube uh, over quarantine. Yeah, YouTube is, is huge. Um, so let's just start with the beginning uh, with Vetted. How did you come up with like the whole idea for it? So um, I was actually in USC the enemy territory when I made this. Me and like my closest friends were sitting out on a porch and we were just we were just discussing names. Like we had like the craziest names like uh like Slapshot or like something something absurd. But I wanted the meaning behind yeah. the meaning behind my company name to have like personal meaning to myself. So I wanted to create the name based off the perspective of my consumers and the consumers I wanted to have to wear my clothes. So I was like, oh um, like the CIA vets the president, I want to I want my consumer's mindset to be vetted in some sense when buying my clothes. 
So that gives me the responsibility mm-hmm. of educating them in some sense. So through like marketing and just building a relationship with them as they know my brand, their mindset becomes like, they're like vetted to know the, the value of quality over quantity. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. mm-hmm. nowadays, so many people are so equipped and just, I guess, brainwashed in some sense to buy the, like a t-shirt or anything that's really cheap and doesn't have a lot of quality. But when you, mm-hmm. when you are able to like articulate your, your art style and your purchase style based off your individualism, you will know what you want to buy that speaks to you. And that's why I created, yeah. that's why vetted is the name. Like you, you know yourself, so you, you're vetted in your own eyes. And then that's why I created the brand like vetted. That makes sense. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. What's like the hardest part about kind of like building a relationship with your consumers? So, it's, 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 it's the hardest thing is like the like getting people to understand the value of like tapestry woven in some sense, mm-hmm. um, because it's it's a luxury brand. It's a high it's a high end like commodity. So like. Whenever yeah. you see Gucci or you see Off White, someone would pay a thousand dollars for the word Off White in their T-shirt. Just creating that mm-hmm. brand equity is so important. Showing so that 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 like means having the right people wearing your clothes, while also maintaining having the everyday average Joe wearing your clothes. That perfect balance. Because whenever yeah. I, whenever someone wants to see my Instagram account or any any account I have associated with the brand, I want them to visualize themselves wearing it, but also see like artists who actually do this stuff daily like wearing mm-hmm. as well to associate oh this isn't this isn't just for people who are rappers and people who are famous in art and or creatives it's for it's for the average joe who likes mm-hmm. who wants the ability to to express themselves through fashion so yeah so i mean you're all about just like instead of just like focusing on like like brand marketing just all about uh just straight quality 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 over everything yeah People aren't used to yeah. that, so I, I really want to bring that to the table. Yeah, I, that's the thing. Like, I I've seen too many brands go under in the quality department, um, but seeing stuff like this, like local, like homegrown brands, like in South Carolina, that are making really really cool stuff, that are handmade, very high quality stuff, um, I think is really good because, like, I think this kind of stuff, like, really is what makes fashion like what it is. You know, people kind of like doing what they want to do, not really caring about anything else and just kind of pushing uh, their own way forward. I think it's fantastic. Um, I, I've been following Vetted uh, for a while. Now. I mean, when did you start Vetted? Uh, June of 2020. June 2020? I feel like it's been longer than that. Hmm. Yeah, I started around June. Um, when, the quarant- when quarantine hit, my internship got canceled. I was like, mm-hmm. damn, like I'm my future, like what's going to happen. I need to get an internship. Yeah. So I couldn't find, I, I it got canceled. Didn't want to go out in any ways to add any risks, like my family going to work and stuff. So yeah. I decided to just play around and do things I loved. Um, I had a friend who mm-hmm. taught me how to sew and then he made my vision into my reality, into my reality. Like he gave me the tools to do it. His name is Timmy Underwood. Yeah. Shout out to him. He's awesome. Um, nice. Yeah. So I just, I just started was, it. Cool. I mean, was, was quarantine like a huge, growth period for you uh yeah mentally spiritually and like i guess um mm. financially and business wise um i got a lot of time to like read and and just like think and like articulate what i want to do with my life because my biggest yeah. struggle when i was younger 
was being super rich and super wealthy and being weirdly uh, successful at a young age because on social media we see like young kids blowing up and getting like wealthy in some sense. I was like, I'm a cool mm-hmm. guy, I can do that. Um, but I realized I wasn't doing anything I loved. So I learned to like forget all, all, all the materialistic w- ways of like life and I had time to really focus on what I wanted to do and put out there. So yeah. Yeah. Cool. I mean, would you say that that uh, vetted is like now like your biggest kind of passion in life? Oh, that is my baby. Yeah, I love it. Nice. That's it. I see. Like that's I love stuff like that. Just like people like caring about their own their own brand, kind of just like and making it happen. Like no matter what, I love it at all costs, so man. At all costs, I had to do it. Yeah, it was an innate desire. Mm-hmm. What's the What's the farthest you'd go to make sure that vetted is like a successful brand? I would. One of my icons is Virgil Abloh and Lucas Sabat. I would mm-hmm. go on a uh, on a plane to wherever they're residing and find them, and yeah, tell them my vision, and then throw them a piece for free, and then say like, "Hey, this mm-hmm. is going to change your life. Wear it, enjoy it." Yeah, yours. nice. Or if they don't like it, what happens then? Um, then, Just keep then, then no, no. So then they need to go to the education process. I'll educate them so their mindset. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you'll force them to like it. I like that. No forcing, but education. It's 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 not a. It's hard. It's kind of impossible to dislike it, because yeah, every piece is like nothing's like it. Everyone wants something mm. that's different. Um, yeah, I compare my clothing to like paintings. They look like paintings. That's what I was about to say. Especially like the 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 um what the kids see ghost collection was out of this world. Like insanely, insanely detailed, and um the. What I'm looking at it right now, the the um the Donna sweatshirt that looks like a painting, like that you can wear. I, that one's that one's gorgeous too. Like it's 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 just it's a blessing to have the ability to create these things. Um, mm-hmm. But my mantra for vetted is turning garment to gallery. Um, yeah, it's simply like you're not buying. Like I I feel like one day the goal is to have my my clothes be on bids. People will be bidding for it. Like I'll have shows mm-hmm. and people will be bidding as as if it's they're bidding for art. Yeah, that's that's a very cool goal. That's something I've never heard before. Which is again, just this entire brand. This whole brand is so original. I can't get enough of it. I love it a lot. Um, where do you get like some of the some of your inspirations for your designs? Mm. Dude, uh, just like ev- everywhere, like everywhere I go, like I'm I'm a pretty spiritual person. Um, like I have a relationship with God and I, mm-hmm. everywhere I go, like I pray a lot. I'm like, speak to me, show me something new. Um, I'm, I'm like a vessel in this, mm-hmm. in this life, show me something new. And as I have that mentality, I don't think everything, nothing's like just happens randomly. I think everything's intentional. And with that mindset, mm-hmm. I can bring that into my art style when creating garments. Yeah. So like just real world stuff, just like, like nature, just anything around you is inspiration. Like blues on tapestry, like the sky color and nature, like, like right now, this is the sky, this is a tree. Like it, it, they, they mm-hmm. blend in so well together. So I, yeah. I, I love nature as well. Yeah. I mean, the best, the best artist in the world is uh, mother nature. I will say that to the day that I die. Um, like, do you have any specific like designers in mind? I know you said Virgil Abloh earlier. Do you have anyone else in mind that that you've kind of taken after in your in your creative process? Um, recently, there's been a new one. He's a uh, he's 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 a genius. His name's Fart mm-hmm. uh, Fart PDF. That's his that's his name. Um, 
On Instagram? Yeah, like he's pretty eccentric. Fart.pdf or yeah, something huh? like that. Fart PDF. He, yeah. he does a lot of graphic design. Him and I actually got the, I've been blessed to meet him. And then now we're working on a project together. Uh, he's going to oh, really? be designing one of my, one of my uh, lines coming out in next winter. Um, it's a heaven and hell piece we're designing. Yeah. Uh, like he's, he's a big inspiration because what he does, he takes crazy exotic textures and then makes them into images, um, which I yeah. love. I just, I love abstract images because once again, like I don't like being so obvious in my designs. I do want a sense of interpretation from my consumers with, yeah. uh, or I guess a guided interpretation as I market correctly. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, other designers is Virgil. Um, well, I wouldn't even say designers. I'd say create creatives in some sense. Um, like ASAP yeah. Rocky. Huge, huge uh, inspiration since, like, he's the one who really got me into fashion, honestly. His music and just mm-hmm. how he uh, carries himself. Um, and he, like, and how he's, like, very bold and blunt. I yeah. used to have a problem with letting my consumers control what I produce and, like, just doing some more research and, and just seeing, and just following ASAP Rocky, he showed me, like, mm-hmm. you shouldn't allow your consumers to limit your creative process, whether they like it or not. Like, pr- create it yeah. for yourself in some sense. So. I love ASAP Rocky. I think, I mean, his music is, is I mean, he's top five all time for me in my personal list. But um, what I like about him that I think that you two are like pretty similar to that is what you said, like you kind of just do your own thing and, if, and kind of just, you do your own thing and you and you pave your own way. And, and if people don't like it, then like, you know, I'm still going to do me. Yeah, and and I and I know I I do take my consumer's perspective like like I do care about what they think, and I and sometimes I'll, I'll create a piece strictly to to give them something they want. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I know when I create one of one designs like that aren't like I'm not making multiple designs of the same one. I would create one of ones yeah. that are that I'm more for, so for myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the other thing is that he like kind of. Like with his last album, I guess uh, testing. No one really liked it at first, but now people are like, "This is like a legitimate like classic. Like this is a a staple." It aged staple. with like like one. Yeah. Yes, I I loved it so much. The album was sick, and I think I, I mean I can definitely see that happening with your brand. Because what's your favorite song on the album? My favorite song. Oh, dude, I haven't listened to it in so long. I have to pull it up. Um, I've just been. I don't even. I haven't listened to it in so long. I've been listening to a lot of like old Kanye recently. Oh, Kanye. Which, <laughs> That's yeah. a classic, yes, for sure. Um, my favorite testing song, ooh, 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 I love Tony Tone is up there for sure, and I mean, obviously, Kids Turned Out Fine is is good. OG Beeper is good too. Okay, that's that's I, I like Tony Tone a lot. Yeah, Tony Tone is is good. What about you? Definitely uh, Purity. Purity, yeah, yeah. yeah. That one is just beautiful. Like Frank Ocean's verse Mm -hmm. on that is beautiful. I love Frank Ocean, man. He's the he's a go. Like he's also a big inspiration too. Um, Really? Like just how I want to be presented. Um, Like I guess I don't. Frank Ocean's very behind the scenes. No one. He's Mm -hmm. so not controversial person. And Mm -hmm. he produces and then allows people to take it and then he he doesn't exalt himself in some sense. Like yeah. my biggest thing is like I am second. I I don't want to, like even on even on runway shows. Like I don't I don't like like I wouldn't model for my own clothes really, and I don't 
And mm. I wouldn't really want to like go on. Like I prefer to put exalt someone else versus having my myself on it. And I like how Frank yeah. Ocean is, allows the, his consumers to to exalt him, not himself. That's that's like a beautiful yeah. thing to do. Hmm. I never thought about Frank Ocean like that because I knew I knew he was like behind the scenes and like doesn't do media a lot. But um, yeah, I never thought about him just kind of like putting stuff out there and then letting someone else kind of be the 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 headpiece of it. I like that. And he, yeah. he uses his music as like a, as like a diary. It's yeah. I mean, his music has always been insane, ever since um, Nostalgia Ultra. That's another just classic. Do you ever get like stuck behind a creative wall when you're designing something? I actually just did a post on my Instagram about that recently. Um, uh, I was talking to Fart PDF recently about their design, mm-hmm. and we had totally different perspectives. And he's older and more like seasoned than I am in the in the, like the creative realm. He's been doing it for like a couple years now, and yeah. I've <laughs> I, before I even started liking fashion, I've been about business. I've been a businessman. I've been about like making just making like building up my cash and stuff. So yeah. I wanted to create designs that people would buy, consumers would buy. You know what I'm saying? And he had to yeah. remind me like that it's not about people. Like if you're doing it for for like just money. It's not going to be as beautiful. Therefore, you're going to rush mm-hmm. things. There's no patience, and there's no like direct articulation of, of the vision. So sometimes I get so caught up with creating things that people like that I forget to design things that speak volumes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Is that would you say like would you say like that's like the most important part of your like creative process is just making sure that you're you're patient and taking time with it. Yeah, and I think that's for everything that we that anyone should do. Whatever you're studying or, or anything, like, it, you sh- there should be a a sign of your own signature in everything you do. Where like, mm-hmm. and, and not getting so caught up in like what other people think. And I know it sounds pretty cliche, but like, mm-hmm. I think it's imperative to any to any any successful in any any success in any industry. Like, just still not forgetting that God put you on this earth to make your imprint. Do it how you do it. Mm-hmm. Do it your way. And, do, and and show yourself while you do it. There's no need to allow yep. someone else's opinion to drown out your creative style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good mindset to have, I think. Um, what do you, I mean, what do you want, like, uh, Vetted's kind of legacy to be? What do you want your own legacy to be at, like, you know, in, in 10 years? 10 years. That's a good question. Um, I guess uh, just an approachable dude who makes cool clothes in some sense. Mm-hmm. Um I don't ever want to like, like once I have this thing called, uh, have you ever heard of the term imposter syndrome in some sense? Uh, I've heard of it. I don't really know what it means. So a lot of entrepreneurs like go through that where like you forget that you, like for example, my industry, I'm, I'm fashion I'm, I'm fashion and designing. I forget that I'm mm-hmm. a designer sometimes. Like I don't ever want to... I don't ever want to forget the, the fact that I forget. Like, I don't ever want to become a designer in some sense. I want to be Matthew, the, the, the like, the, the, every, the average Joe who wanted to create something mm. new for the world, something creative and dope. Yeah. Uh, and I don't ever want to be like, oh, yeah, I'm a designer. I wear Raph Simmons and, yeah. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. still want to, like, I still, I'm, if, if I make, once I make millions, I still want to thrift. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. yeah. You want to stay, like, down to earth, like, not get too pretentious about it and, Yeah. What about vetted? What do you see vetted going in like ten years? Um. So like a lot of things are happening fast now, but just going going global, Mm -hmm. 
Like, just having the ability, if I'm bored, stuck in my house, I can just call someone, book a book a flight, and do a runway show. Um, yeah. And then my biggest dream that I've had before I even thought of it was, have you ever heard of Hot Mess? Hot Mess? No, I haven't. What is that? Hot Mess is a, like a... It's like a, it's like a, like a, like a venue, like a vibe venue, basically. Like a, like this is the best way I can describe, it. like a, a vibe venue created by Lucas Sabat. Yeah. Um, and he's oh been, yeah okay. He's been an inspiration for me for a while. Like I said, mm-hmm. um, I want to have my own vetted venues and have my clothes and find artists all over the world and like have venues with their art, my clothes. Anyone who does art, tat tattoo artists, so when people get a, a tat, and then they can mm-hmm. also. Go buy beautiful paintings, go view beautiful paintings, and then, of course, through association, mm-hmm. they'll see my clothes and go buy my clothes as paintings. That's a really, that's, yeah, nice. What would you call it? What would you call that place? Ah, uh, dude, that's. <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> give me, like, give me, like, give me, give me 10 seconds. <laughs> it looks something quick. Um, let's get into something else. I mean, do you ever get nervous before you drop a collection, or do you just know that it's going to be sick? Um, I. I know for like, I know for a fact that it's different from that anyone will ever see. I know that mm-hmm. nowadays, like, it's very trendy to like be different. Like, I mean, I know like thirty, fifty years ago, everyone wanted to be like the next door neighbor. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. So I, 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 I know for a fact that when I drop something new, that it's new. It's not like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna add my own twist to it in some sense. What even if it's a design that another designer made regarding like the the, the graphic, like it's still gonna be different because it's it's vetted. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Um, yeah. The name, the name. So serendipity. Yeah. You probably. figure something out. Yeah, serendipity. Serendipity. That's cool. That means the occurrence. I had mm-hmm. to want to get the book definition before I even said it. It means the occurrence and development of events by chance in a happy or in a, or in a beneficial way. And the reason why I oh, chose cool. the reason why I chose that is like. In the artist realm, or even in an industry, it's so hard to plan with artists because everyone's just like free flowing and skipping mm-hmm. on rainbows. So mm-hmm. I know for a fact it's going to be stressful putting it all together, every single venue, every single show. But when it comes together, it's just a, like a, a surreal feeling of just happiness and joy. Yeah, yeah, I bet it is. What I mean, what, do you, when you're like, how many like uh, runway showcases have you done? So I've done. I've so I since I just started, I'm not even a year old. Um, mm-hmm. I had a New Year's Eve runway show, and then, mm-hmm. and then I had I had and then I have my second one March twentieth, and then I'm gonna have I have some more lined up this year September. I think I'm gonna be doing Charlotte Fashion Week as well. Okay, are you doing Charlotte Fashion Week? Yeah, and then by next year I'm planning on getting the goal is to get into New York Fashion Week. I I have a few connects who can get me in, which is mm-hmm. nice. So yeah. Jeez, that's for less than a year old doing two or having to like having done one already, then having like a few more runway shows planned is is insane. But honestly, like with with your brand, I'm not surprised at all because this is again super original. Like I've never seen anything like this. God is good, man. Like I I don't. Yeah. I, it's not me. Like I have no idea how this happens. He allows people mm-hmm. to just walk into my life, and I'm just like. That is so intentional. What the heck? <laughs> thank you. Yeah. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> so. Yeah. How hard is it to like set up a, a, a runway show? Like how do you pick out the models? How do you pick out what you're going to showcase and stuff like that? So my first one um, was awesome first. It was, a, it, was, it was really dope and a bit more casual, 
but it was like a really really mm -hmm. nice venue a lot of influential people were there as well um since i had mm -hmm. more control i got to just have my friends model like i never went like yeah I, those are the people who impacted my life the most so like let me let me put them on so they modeled yeah, I had yeah. all my like, little like, people i call family i had my sister model i had my, my like my squad model and then I met I met mm -hmm. these two designers or or two uh, models at my first sh um, like my first show like a pop up show I had, and then I met them and they were consumed they were like customers and they were like their aesthetic was amazing like they were they were dope and they were really mm -hmm. nice people and I had the model as well so the hardest part about like yeah. setting it all up is just getting the timing correct, um, timing is everything like even when they walk on the on beat or when someone a certain outfit comes out on the beat drops just all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So yeah, really is that is is that kind of stuff like that important? I didn't realize that. Yeah, that because like once again, like uh, a good a good brand creates a feeling. People mm -hmm. will people will forget what you do do for them. People will forget some things you do with them, but they'll never forget how you make them feel. So mm -hmm. that's my biggest goal: like create making someone to look up and see them all on on the stage, which like like I don't know what this feeling is, but wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the I'm looking at the um, the uh, what is it? The the first one I show with um, was it at Hellas Scars or was it with Hellas Scars? Um, so it was with Hellas Scars. Like I, I was, it was like Hellas Scars is the brand that ran it. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, I'm looking at that right now, and um, the the puffer jacket or like the black jacket that you like, it looks like you painted on. Did you paint like vetted on it? That one's my one of my actually. It's, it's not even tapestry. One of my favorite designs, um, me and my best friend, like my childhood friend, we designed it together because mm. like he, ha he, he has the, he's a, his name's Brandon Cope. He has, he has like this, the insane, like touch, the, just the finesse. So I was like, yo, yeah. like, let's design a piece together. It'd be cool just to have you on, to have you one of our designs together on there. So like I have mm. a really nice, like intricate, like airbrush kit. And like I, I, yeah. like, I didn't, it wasn't just spraying, but it was just like, I was like blending the, the paint on it. Because of the fabric of the uh, jacket, it, it's like a glossy, t uh, mm -hmm. it's like a glossy like type fabric, and it just it just meshed perfectly together. That one's that might be my favorite vetted piece. Obviously, it's a one of one that you're probably gonna keep, but um, I mean it, that one's. So, so what I'm doing with that one is just as a just like as a meme in some sense. So like as I get more prominent, I guess in the industry. It's on the website mm -hmm. now. Like, I just keep boosting up the price. Like, I, I want that piece to be, like, <laughs> the piece that's associated with this, the birthplace of Vetted in the story a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like That's so sick. I love that. That's that's so cool. I mean, I don't – I like, I'm not a creative person. I have no idea how, how someone can come up with the designs for this. How did you come up with the idea for the Kids See Ghost designs? Did you just, like – So, the kid, so I so I knew – so, that was – that one was a – consume like that was a capital builder i wanted mm. to gain more capital and i know that i did some research i knew that um kid cuddy was going to drop an album coming up around the time i dropped yeah. the line so i wanted oh, yeah, to yeah. i wanted to get a design that would be real that would be extremely relevant and mm. also something that the consumers want that one was a straight capital builder and that one was to just build just to build more brand equity with the entire brand so i can get more people seeing it um because yeah. the reaction you have towards that one uh, like speaks volumes. That's exactly what I wanted. So yeah, yeah. I, because I did a lot of one of ones and stuff, but I wanted to give give something more, some something that, that people were used to. Because I have a plan. I wanna, I wanna, the education process of vetted is, people want people are, people are like they're like 
you have to like cradle them and nurture them and show them cool things. So at first I bring something they're used to, then I bring some mm-hmm. one-on-ones, and then I create my own my own beautiful design. Yeah, like a crazy vetted piece that that says vetted. That will be happening mm-hmm. in uh, winter. So okay, cool. Speaking of of like education, what's like the biggest thing you've learned since you've you've started vetted? Um, intentionality, like just being in, in, intentional with everything you do. Mm-hmm. Um. Like everyone is, there's like a camera on you twenty four seven. Like mm-hmm. uh, even relationships you make, uh, just being intentional with everyone you make and every relationship you make and every friend that you have, and also being a, like getting different perspectives because like it's so difficult knowing your consumer because you not everyone's like myself, and so like just learning my consumers and talking with them and communicating with them is something I learned, which I wasn't used to because I'm. I low-key, like, I before I used to hate social media low-key, um, but as an entrepreneur who has an e-commerce website, I would have, I would need to communicate with my audience, especially during the pandemic. Yeah. So that's that's something I learned a lot to do, is, is just articulate my words and to transfer into um, a, a forum that that is easy, that is can be, a, what's the word, um, I guess, received correctly. Mm-hmm. Why did you hate, why did you used to hate social media? Um, cause like social media is just a compare a comparison game. I feel mm-hmm. like I feel like for a while I allowed my own path to be determined off of what I saw on social media, and yeah. now like I I literally use social media as a diary and as a business like tool. Like I don't mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and just to, and to follow like once again to follow trend to like to see trends with what people are liking to do like to do and how to manipulate it my own way to make it my, yeah. my own art style. I used to hate it's it though, just, yeah. for, just for that, just for that reason, because I know I, in high school, everyone falls into that trap of seeing what their friends mm-hmm. are doing, doing this and that and this and that, and they lose their individualism, and I, I did not want to be a part of that. So yeah, hmm. did you like, did you like just take a break from social media? Were you just not on it at all? Yeah, I took a break. I took a long break. Yeah, I, I deleted Twitter. I still don't have Twitter, even though Twitter was mm-hmm. one of the funniest apps ever. Like the, so much laughs. But I, I, I was, I just would see things I shouldn't be seeing. I like when I wake up on Twitter, so I just like, yeah. hey, I don't need to see this. I, I deleted that. Um, Twitter is just Twitter's on one like all the time. There's no break on that app. No breaks. <laughs> I Twitter's insane. I love Twitter though. I'm a, I love social media just because I can. It's First of all, again, it's funny. I love you know laughing is is you know very important to me. Um, but also, I you can find stuff like vetted. Um, I mean, how important would you say social media is to your own brand? Oh, insane! Like that wouldn't exist. Like, how how really? else how else would I communicate my brand if I if without social media? Like it's it's a revolutionary yeah. like uh, program that allows everyone to, to talk. Um, mm-hmm. I like I. I I, it's, it's it's imperative to to be successful and especially in the digital age where there's a pandemic going on and people mm-hmm. can't go to a brick and mortar uh, store and 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 go buy things so social media is the mm-hmm. only way to truly communicate with everyone and that's why e-commerce stores are people are like people are making millions and millions every day like every day average dealers are making millions and millions of dollars just off of e-commerce stores and, and I think it's just because of social media so yeah it's insane it's social media is, is is a crazy crazy tool that's been super super recent and it, its growth has been huge. I could talk about social media for forever, but um, what are you studying? Gonna, uh, I'm in mass communication, so social media is pretty big for my major. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just hard shift to um, 
back to vetted uh where do you get all the materials for the for the pieces so i have i i never told anyone that <laughs> but you can't i mean it's my it's like my secret recipe all right yeah industry secret i i, I can respect that you can't have everyone anyone taking your taking your sparkle you know what i'm saying not even that but it's just like some things you have to, some things you hold sacred you know yeah that makes sense okay i can is it like i have to is it like is it like rugs do you make them i've like I I have Dude, no idea. That is the beautiful mystery that I will keep forever. <laughs> okay, I can I can respect that. All right. Um, what's been the hardest part about running running vetted? Uh, building a team. That has, building a team. Yeah. Um, I gained someone on my team recently who like he like we're, we're I'm in college, so like being in college mm-hmm. and having your own business is like there's no days off. So like having that same like that same mentality, being used to like of a constant state of work, is like I I need that I need someone who has that mindset. So like even in their time of fatigue, their rest break is still working in some sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Choosing a team, choosing a team who understands that the work they're putting in is an investment and the dividends will be paid off like in like insane amounts later on you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. i need like i need someone because i know that for a fact that it's on my mind 24 7 like I, I dream about it and i wake up to it so it's like mm-hmm. I, I just need someone who who values my business in that sense and i've and i've and i've, I've been blessed i've gained i've gained uh some people who are like that and mm-hmm. sometimes there's people who aren't and like that's just you have to deal with it on the occasion so yeah Hmm. That's interesting. I never, I mean, I never thought about just like how, how hard building a team is. How hard is that? It's just, it's, it's just so difficult because everyone's, everyone like, oh dude, like it's so cool. They hop on when it's dope. And then when everything slow down, they're like, um, like they're like, mm-hmm. what do I do? yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I need, mm-hmm. I need someone who has an innate desire to create like I do. It's not like mm-hmm. I create because this is what I want to do to make money. I create cause I have to, like I, I literally have to create mm-hmm. something or else I will go crazy. Yeah. So I need someone as crazy as I am in some sense, basically. <laughs> yeah, okay. I can, yeah, I can respect that. I can, I can kind of understand that, not really to, to your extent, but like, you know, making sure that people around you have kind of the same goals as you is, is kind of an important thing to me. And I'm sure it is for you, especially with this. Yeah, brand. well, for example, like even this podcast thing, like this is something different that I haven't really heard college is doing. And like, mm-hmm. I feel like you 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 seem like a passionate person who cares as, as you ask these questions. I feel like, Mm-hmm. You feel like does it does it feel like something you 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 owe the world into yourself to do to have this, in some sense? In some sense, I don't know if 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 it's like in in a podcast form, but I definitely just communicating. I feel like is is kind of something that I was not made to do, but like it's definitely something that I want to do forever. Just like kind of, I guess creating in a sense, but not like. Not in a fashion way. I don't think anything that we that I'm doing different that I'm doing is different from what you're doing. It's part of your art style. We just have different art styles. So like, yeah. Which like, huh. yeah. The, my biggest thing is like, what opportunity cost? Would I rather be sitting at a desk job? Or would I rather be going to shows and creating and creating new amazing art pieces for people? Like, and that yeah. that do or die mentality is, is is what anyone needs to really get what they want in life. So yeah, just different. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I never thought about that that way. Different art. Same same thing, different different mediums. Okay, I can I can get down with that. Okay, um, back to you. Let's get the personal style since we haven't hit on that yet. Um, how did you kind of originally get into the whole fashion and clothes scene? Oof. Um, 
I, I, I remember I was in high school and I had like some days off from school and like, it was like me and my best friend were just like together and we were just, we just noticed how everyone kind of dressed the same. We we're just talking about like, we were just discussing groups and then how like we were just looking at some inspirate like inspirations and we we're like, oh, no way we could do that. And I was like, no, uh, let's try. And we did it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, <laughs> we, we it, it's like, I think the moment you say you can't wear that is the moment is the moment you can't wear that. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't think that I think that anyone can wear yeah. anything they want to wear if they, if they believe they can wear it. Um, mm -hmm. And I just like I'm an expressive person. I didn't want to stop my exp my expression with my words. I wanted to should throw it show it off in the way I dress. And I believe that the way you're eva people evaluate into you in some sense is how and it's how you how you what you do, how you speak, and how you dress in some sense. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to I just wanted to bring that into my lifestyle. Yeah, that makes sense. I think personal style again. For I mean, I've said this multiple times on the show, but I mean, I think it's just it's a huge form of of self expression and, and showing people who you are without really saying anything. Yeah, um, and that's the, one of the biggest reasons why I created Vetted because a lot of like companies. Um, they are creating clothes like for the to do, to release the next new hoodie, the next new jacket, and they're putting mm -hmm. quality over quantity. And everyone's and they're everyone's chasing a new high basically to get the next new thing. Yep. So there's no attachment to what they're wearing. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. uh, like I bought a hoodie yesterday, but the new hoodie came out. Let me, let me buy this hoodie and throw my old one out. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that's mm -hmm. I think it's absurd. And that's that's yeah. that's called fast fashion. And that's why I created. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to create a sense of individualism for creatives to see what they something that says them to wear. You know what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. Speaking of like attachment, um, since you, since all your pieces are handmade, do you ever have a hard time like letting go of certain pieces? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I have to tell myself like I want to keep this piece, but I'm making. I'm not right now. I'm in a place where I'm making it for people. Um, mm -hmm. So, and I know for a fact as I live more life, I design more cool things. I'm like, I'm in love with this piece now, but I, I'll be in love with another one later. You know what I'm saying? Simple as that. Mm. And like, once again, my mom, yeah. like, I am second. Like, I want to bless someone else versus myself. Because who like, what's the point of having a bunch of cool clothes in your closet whenever you, you can't put other people on? You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. So you're in a, you know, vetted brand of brand people, you know, brand of the people. What I was trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, cool. I mean, I mean, what's, what's besides, besides like, the like stuff, the stuff that, you've that you've made? What's like the like favorite? What's like what's like your favorite your favorite clothing piece that you, piece that you own? Oof, dude, I'm gonna be honest. Like, it sounds so stupid, but like these, uh, but my bell bottom jeans, um, they like mm -hmm. to stress at the bottom, and they just they like expand out just a bit, like perfectly. They like they make every single shoe look like a low top, any boot look low top. So like, <laughs> I just like that vibe. It's so it's it's like a nice accent, and it's subtle. It makes every every single shoe you wear look subtle. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, like a little slight flex, but it's not a, such a huge flex. It's like oh, which is like it's like a perfect mm -hmm. just perfect balance. I, I love my bubble yeah. Bottoms, yeah. Understated, understated, John. I love clothes or like pieces like that. Um, I think you know having like certain accents on on your clothes like that, like a little bell bottom, like a little flare, something like that is is can make or break an outfit. I think it's huge. Um, what's like the what's the most what's the most important thing about um, an outfit in your opinion? Oh, dude, people always say the shoes, but I just think I just think how the fit, like like not not like the the clothing, mm. but like how the clothes drape over your body. I think yeah. that's super important because, like, 
I, I, I think depending on who you are, how you want to be perceived, like you can be more of a chill person, oversized. If you want to be more of like a sense of like swag, even more classy in some sense, you have it more fitted mm -hmm. or even that perfect medium. Yeah. Like I dry, like I don't really care, but I care, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. Mm -hmm. If you know, you know. Yeah. If you know, you know. Yeah, exactly. I think the fit of, I think the fit of, of clothes is, is probably, I would agree with you on, on just like the most important thing of an outfit is, is how things kind of, you know, fit. And that's how, like, honestly, how I kind of got into fashion was just like a kind of experimenting with different, uh, different, you know, cuts of t-shirt, different fits of pants, different, you know, different styles of hats and stuff like that. And then I, I will say this again and again and again on the show, but like, if you want to get into fashion, I think the only way to kind of like start experimenting is with, um, or not the only way I don't want to like push that, but like, I think a very good way of, of getting into it is just kind of experimenting with you know, oversized stuff, longer pants, shorter jackets, stuff like that. And then you can kind of start, you know, messing around with like design, stuff like that. And then you can really kind of know what looks good on you. And then you can kind of go from there. That's the only way to do it. Cause how can you know what you like if you don't try, uh, try other things? Like that's. Yeah, exactly. 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 Where do you shop the most? Like where do you get most of your clothes? Dude, I don't, I don't think I'm buying like shoes. I don't really shop. I don't really like shop. Like I make, I make clothes. <laughs> <laughs> so like I don't yeah. really need it like save you don't have money. to yeah yeah um and I used to like bet like my first fashion venture was this brand was a thing I created called Steez S T Z and I used to flip mm -hmm. thrifted clothes and I would make the clothes look really dope online and perceive them as like cool looking clothes in some sense um that's where yeah. I first started and um, so like I I love thrifting like I I, I think thrifting is nice because you can find gems that no one else will have um. But other than that, like I, it's a beautiful thing. I don't really care to shop for as as much as I I see clothes all the time. I really get like I don't care to buy clothes. Like if I go thrift yeah. with friends, like I'm there to enjoy them. I don't even go buy clothes really because I, I have a, I have a lot. Like I don't need any more. I throw clothes out mostly than I even buy them. So it's like oh really? Yeah, like I I don't throw them out. But I, I whenever I have friends over, I'm like yo, you want this? Like, you need this? Yeah, like I, I, I like I'm the plug. Like <laughs> when you go to Mad J's, like you're gonna, you're gonna you're gonna get something new in some sense, you know. I do, I do yeah, it all yeah. the time, yeah. I did that, um, like, I did. I literally did that last night because I, I was unpacking for my trip and I, I just looked in my closet. I was like, I have a bunch of clothes that I don't need. And I just walked out to my apartment. I was like, hey, does anyone want this, like, old hoodie? Like, and I just gave them away to my roommates. Um, that's that's great, dude. <laughs> you're, you're literally, you're so, like, yeah. my biggest thing, like, I hate fast fashion. You're literally solving it by, like, transferring it yeah. to somebody else. Yeah, making sure it's, it, it's, yeah, making sure it stays out of, like, the places it shouldn't be and stuff like that. Yes, exactly. We talked about um, the first episode of this podcast was just all fast fashion, and um, I, I knew it was bad, but I didn't realize like how bad it was until that conversation I had with um, Colleen, my my the first guest on the show. Yeah, um, it's I, it's terrible, but that's again you can listen to the first episode. What are some brands that you kind of think are under the radar, deserve more hype, and and should should be more in the limelight? So I can I can give you one. Because right mm -hmm. now, because I know this guy very well, um, his name is Darius Graves. The brand I might put, try to put, put him on this show actually, the podcast because he's mm -hmm. a phenomenal guy. Um, it's called Days in Blue, and his um, so if you want to go, on, if you want to even find his Instagram, his um, his Instagram is Dreamy Blues, like Dreamy Blues. Okay. Um, that brand is about turning your dream world into your reality in some sense. Mm -hmm. And like just his, his every single thing he does is so like damn genuine. Like mm -hmm. 
and he and he, he's like Robin Hood. He, he's for the people. Like it, it's insane. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, there's no self interest in where, whatever he does. Um, so that brand is really nice. Um, my regarding the aesthetic of the clothes, it's I I bought a hoodie from his last show, and it's it's the best hoodie I've ever worn. Like who knew hoodies could really? be to keep even? It's just so thick and so soft, and the embroidery mm-hmm. on it's just phenomenal. Like it's it's a beautiful piece. So and my, my reason yeah. why I'm, if I if I because I don't really buy clothes, but if I was if I'm buying clothes, it's not because of the garment, but because of the person. I think we can uh, wrap this wrap this interview up, Matthew. Where can the people uh, find you? So my Instagram is at v m e vetted v e t t e d. Um, there you'll be seeing like all of our genuine content and just seeing cool things. Like it's it's not too much about clothes, honestly. It's just once again the vibe and just producing really nice mm. things and making people feel dope. That's where I want to go mm. with the social media marketing. Um, and in Charlotte, like I have a lot of my shows in Charlotte. Everyone wants to go travel the world to go like make an impact, and but like I I believe it starts at home. Um, and that's mm-hmm. that's my city. So um, I have a lot of shows in Charlotte. If they ever want to come get a, a piece, and my next summer show will be um, will be in Charlotte as well. I'm looking forward to that. Um, where else? And I'm a Clemson. Like most of most of the best connections and mentors I have ever made in my entire life have been founded at Clemson. Um, mm-hmm. I want to just I shout out this guy. His name's Doctor Hannon. He is a guy who believed in my vision before I even had it fully like. I guess that's, I say the word again, articulated. I didn't even know what it really was. And he just, he saw how big it was before I even thought it was. And he, he really put me on. Like if I never need anything to learn, he puts me on. He's part of the Spiro Institute at Clemson. Um, and then just like, where else? What other shout outs I can do? My family, God, everything there, everyone around me, they, they, they push me to go. And Cause I know as an artist, and as a creative, you get like you in an entrepreneur, you get fatigued. Like you get tired. Like, it's yeah. when I mean, Starting on business and when you when it's your actual child and it's not about money too much, it's like you're every day you're working every even when you're downtime you're thinking about vetted and how to better and how to better communicate it to people. So, mm-hmm. and then people like you guys like this podcast is is just a really nice way to discuss things I love and with genuine mm-hmm. people who care about it. So I'm, I yeah. appreciate the opportunity and I would love to be back anytime you guys would invite me. It's, it was, it was oh my God. I, I'm, you're definitely going to be hopefully coming back on the show because this was a really good interview. Um, I had a lot of fun. Thanks for coming on. This was, this was fantastic. You can follow us on Instagram at fitcheckpod where we will be posting behind the scenes content and fit pics and a mood board to go along with every single episode every single Friday. Our producer and editor is Joshua Teckle and this podcast is a production from the Garnet Media Group Podcast Network. Find out more about Garnet Media Podcast and other student work at garnetmedia.org.